Rich Holiday is the new executive director of Leadership Clarksville. Rich joins Charlie and Katie to talk about his service on Fort Campbell, his love of scuba diving that led him to open Waterdog Scuba and Safety, and his vision for Leadership Clarksville. All in this episode of Clarksville's Conversation. Charlie, this uh, our guest today is no stranger and a friend to all of us, but kind of excited about a new role. You've got a lot going on, don't you? Well, a little bit right now, but it's it's yeah. it's okay. It's a uh, it's a happy new role, so I'm really happy to be doing it. So, um, and we'll we'll get into in a little bit about why you want to do that role. But you know, Charlie mentioned a while ago about coming to Clarksville. So I guess y'all have a history I don't even know about. I well, kinda... I mean, I've I've known Rich just for a <laughs> yeah. couple minutes, not okay, not, not forever. Well, he made it but... sound like y'all been friends for like years. Well, we have been okay. really, yeah, uh, yeah, but but not like thirty. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know. So when did you, are you from Clarksville or when did you come here? I am not. So I am a, a military transplant. Uh, I retired in 2012, but my history in uh, Clarksville goes back to, we, my wife and I, Shelly, uh, we've been married about 30 years or 29 years. And we bought our first house on Donna Drive in 1993. I came back from Korea wow. to oh, wow. Fort Campbell in 1993, had every intent of huh. being done with the Army at that point. I'd had enough, and uh, Fort Campbell changed my uh, changed my way, my outlook, and being here stationed in the, you know, with all the history here with the 101st. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we bought a house, had our first baby, and uh, then we, you know, we were blessed enough years later to come back here to Fort uh, Campbell for our last duty station. Then we, re- we retired in 2012. 2012. What, what did you do? What was your last last job? Well, so I, I was an infantryman yeah. for my entire career. My last position was the command sergeant major for 1st Battalion, 187th in 3rd Brigade of the 101st. And, you know, we just made a decision that, you know, another assignment was on the, I'd been given another assignment and Shelly and I just said, you know, we love it here. We love Clarksville. Our kids love it here. Uh, at that point, I had a freshman at the University okay. in Chattanooga mm-hmm. and I had a freshman at West Creek High School because we lived up in North Clarksville then. Yeah. And we just said, nah, this is home. Let's yeah. stay here for a while. I love to hear those stories. There's so many different people who came here because of Fort Campbell and ended right. up staying. It's, 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 a, it's a great community. And I'll tell you, just watching Rich kind of interact socially and at Fort Campbell. It's a lot of fun because he's, he's got some energy. And, you know, oh, he's got energy. Those brigade yeah. guys are pretty pretty rambunctious anyway. You, you kind of got to be energetic in there. You know, it's kind of yeah. funny, and this is no slam on them at all. You know, you kind of – at Fort Campbell, there's a lot of friendly rivalry, and yeah. I was never in that 3rd Brigade until my last assignment, so I probably talked bad about them for 20 years <laughs> before I yeah. got assigned there. And then mm-hmm. I, I got to tell you, there is something about the uh, Spree de Corps that unit. It's very uh, – it's it's very contagious and it draws you in. But across the division, it's the same way. Yeah. Now this might be a silly question because I know you scuba dive because you have a business here I in do. town, Water Dogs. Yes. So did you scoot Did you did you start scuba diving as a hobby or was that something you did in the army? I'm just curious. Like, how did you get into that? So, it, you know, in in Shelly, my wife uh, curses this because it came up. I had two good friends. This was when I was a drill sergeant many years ago at Fort Benning. And I had two good friends, and I had this break in between cycles. You don't get many of those. And one of my friends says, hey, man, we know this guy that teaches scuba diving. Would you like to learn? 
And I was like, I don't know. I'm awful busy. Drill CERN takes a lot of time. I got mm-hmm. a baby. And my wife, Shelly, and she'll laugh when she hears this, yeah. she's actually the one that said, you ought to go ahead and do that. Uh-huh. So this was 1997. Okay. And I went ahead and did that and got certified, and I was hooked immediately. So, okay. you know, over the course of the next couple of decades, you know, going different places in the Army and and uh, even, you know, when I traveled sometimes with Army business, then I was able to pick it up. So it was never a job for me in the Army. It was always a hobby. Uh-huh. Uh, but I worked at different dive shops part-time just for mm-hmm. the fun of it in different places I was. Uh, and like really interesting thing, one of the things I got to do at the in we lived in El Paso, and you wouldn't think there's much scuba diving in El no, Paso, I wouldn't. Texas. Mm-mm. But every Thursday morning, a friend and I used to go clean out the sea lion cage, uh, the sea lion tank. Yeah. We would oh, go wow. clean the sea lion uh-huh. tank at the El Paso Zoo, and uh, that was that was really cool. So that kept us into it, yeah. and you know, then came professionals, and uh, then I started teaching with a friend, Cecil Stout, who's the partner of mine at my old business water dogs and we just decided that uh we didn't like that everybody had to go to nashville to get involved in diving so we do it different here yeah so retired army then you opened a local business water dogs and now you're on to a new adventure as executive director of leadership clarksville i am i am and i i i got to tell you i've had a couple of jobs in the same time we were opening water dogs Mm -hmm. and uh, they were okay they were okay, but there's something when Carol decided to retire last year, there's something about that job opening that just called me because I enjoyed the program so mm-hmm. much. And growing young leaders. Yes. 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 And you know, being able to to really reach out and really everything, every impact is relationship. And I'm not sure that there's another organization in Clarksville that's as good at building relationships as Leadership Clarksville is. Yeah, it's. A, I went through in 2009. Right, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. So there's a common bond. And Charlie, I don't remember when you did. but Chris, Chris uh, Smith and I were in the same class, 2008. Yeah, right. Oh, the year before right, me. Right, yeah. 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 Best mm-hmm. class ever. Chris mm-hmm. said best class ever. And then Pretty Charlie and I went yeah. through leadership middle Tennessee in 2012. That's how we became yeah. friends. Yes, yeah. mm-hmm. yes. And it, I mean, it's things like that. That, um, you know, and there's a lot of lessons we've reached out and, and created, started creating, you know, relationships with leadership, middle Tennessee, uh, leadership, Nashville, all the programs around, because what's great about it is, uh, no, nobody feels competitive with those right. things. They just want to help and make you better because it's not really a place for con- competition. It's a place for collaboration. And I really yeah. love it. I mm-hmm. love it. So when does a new school, a new school year? When is a new class start this time? So their retreat this year is a little bit later, a couple of weeks later than normal. It's the very last, very end of September, September 30th to October 1st. Okay. Uh, basically, it's a little bit later and, you know, being honest, COVID threw everything for a uh, loop the last couple of years. Threw everybody for a loop. Yeah, and it's just taken some time to kind of get back on board. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's where we're at now. So September 30th, the class will begin, and then we're back on our regular cycle of in-person, um, in-person gatherings once a month. Uh, second Thursday of every month, except for October, which will be the third, uh, simply because of that retreats a little mm-hmm. bit later. And uh, I mean, you know, we've just finished uh, receiving applications, actually. How many people are you accepting? So that is not a set in stone. Okay. Uh, It can be variable between 30 and 40 people. Mm -hmm. Um, And it really depends 
you know, are we going to stick to a hard and fast number of, say, for instance, there were 33 people in the class last year. Mm-hmm. Are we going to stick to there's only going to be 33 when you've got 34 or 35 just outstanding candidates? And absolutely yeah. not. This is about collaboration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. We'll, we'll see how that goes. And, uh, you know, I, th- I would think you would consider quality over quantity. Yes. And then you I have a, a committee that reviews the applicants. So it's not Rich just picks who he wants. Yes. I mean, you have yes. you have an anonymous committee, uh, I would think, that that goes through the applications and, and goes through all the matrix of, you know, fairness. That, that's correct, Charlie. And, and I've got to tell you, one of the best things, because I am the only technically employee of Leadership Clarksville, uh, I don't have any necessarily bosses day to day, but I don't have any employees day to day either. So it's, you know, it's it's. Hey, it's, that's a, that could be a good thing. It is. It is. You know, um, I'm not afraid of hard work. So, you know, I it, it allows me the freedom to work the way I need to. And that's mm-hmm. that's a good thing. But the program is vastly dependent on the volunteers like yep. Charlie mentioned. Yep. Charlie is one of those volunteers that helps every class. And he's really a linchpin in a lot of the success of the programs that are happening. Um, the selection committee he mentioned, absolutely, it's comprised of volunteers. And I'm not kidding you. I'm glad I don't have anything to do with that yeah. selection because as I've read through these application packets, yeah. it would be very difficult for me to select one above the other because they're all such quality candidates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Well, and you get to spend the whole year with them, so you yes. not having a, you not being so actively yeah. involved in that's a good thing, really. Yes. Oh yeah, yes, I mm-hmm. agree with that. So, Katie, uh, Jeff Livingston, and I have. Um, I guess you've kind been, of hosted it the past been the facilitators for the retreat right going on 10 or 11 years mm-hmm. so we plan the retreat and get to do that every year until till we get fired from our volunteer position but, <laughs> but it's really it's really kind of neat because we get to give back time wise but you know we're building other relationships as yes. well so it's it's kind of been a little mm-hmm. blessing to us and I mean that you know that that, that retreat is just vastly important to the success of the program because that's really where the foundation of the mm-hmm. class is built. Yep. And, uh, you know, with the rest of the time you're gathering one day a month. What you're doing with that retreat is those one days a month, you're building on the relationships you develop during yep. that retreat for the remainder of the year because one day a month's pretty busy. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a, you know, you see a lot in yep. a day. So, you know, what that happens there, and Jeff and Charlie do a great job. Great they job. do a great job. Yeah, you know, the good, good thing about where Rich is coming in is the foundation that's been laid for him. You know, there's there's a lot of history and a lot of talented people have come through there. Miss Carroll did a great job. The founders yes. of the program are, are still involved. So y- you don't have to come in here and reinvent the wheel. You can build on the structure that's already there. I think that's really important. Yeah, there's there's really nothing when you go into, you know, when you take over something sometimes, you're like, I got to fix this. There's nothing really broken. I'll tell you that. Are there ways that we can uh, that we can improve, especially in communication and outreach, just because so many other things are available? Yeah, there, there's ways that we can improve mm-hmm. on that. But those are techniques and not having, like you said, reinventing yeah. the wheel. I mean, uh, you know, the 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 founders are still involved. Uh, they're still involved advising the president on a week to week basis. The president of the first class in 1988, graduated in 1988, he's still involved and a huge supporter of the program. 
and you know he's available to the president for advice. So not only do you have somebody new like me that's coming in, but you've got all this continuity of these great leaders of yeah. Clarksville literally people that are seen as kind of the the leaders of Clarksville that are involved in making this program better you know and that's mm-hmm. really what we want to do is always be better every year than we were last year yep I agree with that I w- how do people get in touch with you or someone at leadership Clarksville how can somebody just google you or whatever and find right. out what the program's about to see maybe they're interested next year or maybe they have an right. idea that you haven't yeah. even thought of. Oh, yeah, and I'm loving those. You yeah. know, we've really had the alumni. Uh, we've, we've really mm-hmm. had the alumni come forward uh, now and said, hey, I've got some great ideas mm-hmm. going forward for how we can, you know, outreach to our alumni. Because I think that's something that, that I really want to build stronger relationship or s- continue building stronger relationships with the alumni and getting them involved across the board so that they understand Mm -hmm. that this is not Rich Holiday's organization, that this is Leadership Clarksville. The organization belongs to them. My office, that's not my office. That's their office. It's the offices of Leadership Clarksville. So I want them to feel involved in doing that. If they had those ideas, the way they reach out to me, number one, uh, you know, our website is Pretty simple, leadershipclarksville.com. That's pretty easy to to remember. Yeah, I hope Uh so. And then uh, also my email is uh, director at leadershipclarksville.com or rich at leadershipclarksville.com. And then the number's posted right there on the uh, numbers, 931-645-3322. But you can just find that on the website Mm -hmm. as well. If you Google Leadership Clarksville, it's going to come up. Click on the website. There's only one. Mm -hmm. That's correct. There's only one. Well, thank you for taking this challenge on because uh, I think it's going to, Carol, I have so much respect for her. She's done an amazing job. Incredible. But, you know, I'm excited to see what you do with it moving forward. Well, I, you know, I appreciate it. And I've got to, you know, really give a handout to Carol. Uh, she really went out of her way this last month as she stepped away from the position to uh, make sure she knew where things were were in the office and what mm-hmm. what is most important to do first. And it's great that I always have her as a reference. She's yep. right here in town and yep. willing to help. Yep. Well, thank you for joining us today, Rich. Thank you, Katie. Thank you, Charlie. It's good to see yeah, both of you. Good to see you, brother. Subscribe to Clarksville's Conversation wherever you get your podcast so you don't miss out on a single conversation.